Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where I ask children fun, interesting, and challenging questions that develop their creativity, their critical thinking, their resilience, and many other key skills in just 10 minutes. Hi, my name's Coven, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it will be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids be happy and successful. So if you're a parent who wants to develop these in your child to help them be more creative, to improve their critical thinking, be more resilient, to develop them into a great leader and be empathetic to others, well, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I'll be talking to lots of different children, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. You can find every question I use in the Kid Coach app, downloadable from your usual app store, so you can take the same approach with your children at home. Or visit our website, www.kidcoach.app. Let's get started. This week, we build the skill of critical thinking. There's so much information and disinformation out there. Today, the skill is about searching, interpreting, and challenging what we find on Google. In an age where ready-made answers are so common, it's helpful to instill in our children an ability to solve problems themselves, evaluating pros and cons, and quizzing many solutions until they're fully satisfied. I'll be talking to nine-year-old Annika to build this skill, so let's listen in to our conversation. So Annika, I have a question here for you on critical thinking. And the question is, would chocolate flavored rain be a good or a bad thing? Would chocolate flavored rain be a good or a bad thing? Well, I think it'd be a bit of both because, well, chocolate flavor, you can stick your tongue out and you get chocolate, which is, and is not that unhealthy. But then also, if it goes on your clothes, it does smell like, Chocolatey, and it's not very nice. It's like you spilled a lot of chocolate on yourself, and you haven't cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really like um, that you're thinking about pros and cons, right? It'd be good because it'd be bad because. So it'd be good because you could stick your tongue out and have a bit of chocolate, but it'd be bad because it would get all sticky to your clothes. Can you think of more reasons why it'd be good and more reasons why why it would be would be bad? Well. It'll also be good because you won't get, well, it'll also be bad because you might get addicted to the flavor of chocolate. And if you get addicted, then you might actually eat real chocolate, which would not be good because it'd be really unhealthy for you. But it would also be good for the same reason, just that you'd always get chocolate flavor, but without the actual sugar. And if you knew not to go on eating lots and lots of other chocolates like proper chocolate then then it would be quite good nice hi very interesting so you're saying that the flavor of the chocolate might get might get you addicted to chocolate and it might mean that you're more likely to go and buy real chocolate which is all sugary and bad for you yeah Mm, interesting um, what about more good reasons? Any any other reasons we can think of why chocolate flavored rain would be a good thing? Well, it might also um, 
It might also be really quite yummy and it might cheer you up a bit if you're really sad because I think, you know, a bit of a hike in the song, a spoonful of sugar will help the medicine go down. If you have a spoon, if you have to walk a long way when it's really rainy, a nice sweet touch to it would be nice to keep you in a good mood. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yes, it's a very Mary Poppins thing, isn't it? Chocolate-flavoured rain. I'm sure maybe in Mary Poppins 3, she would invent chocolate-flavoured rain for for, uh, for the children, for, um, for the kids. Um, so if it was raining all the time with chocolate, I mean, I'm trying to think how what that would be like. I wonder what it would be like if every time it rained, it was chocolate-flavoured. Um, like get a bit boring and be like not exactly boring do you get used to it and and if you get used to it it's not like it's really nice special lovely thing chocolate flavored rain and actually just get like normal rain and that wouldn't exactly be too fun so if it's always the same flavor it might become a bit boring um, it would just you'll get used to it like it's normal thing and who cares about it? it's not a special thing at all yeah it's interesting isn't it i suppose if we all grew up with chocolate flavored rain then we wouldn't even be talking about it now because it's so normal yeah maybe we'll be wondering oh i wonder what water flavored rain tastes like yeah because <laughs> that would be the different thing i mean so does it matter you know, obviously, it's it's a bit of a silly question, isn't it? Chocolate flavored rain, but but that's okay because yeah. it helps us think about it's good because it's bad because. And uh, but I'm I'm wondering, does it matter what flavor rain it is? You know, we said chocolate, but I could have said strawberries or bananas or anything, um, or worm flavored. Or does it does it matter what flavor rain it is when you think about the reasons you said it's good and the reasons you said it's bad? Well, it's sometimes it matters sometimes it doesn't like obviously if it's worm flavor then it's a different story because people will start hating worm flavor and there's hate rain even more and then and then obviously they won't get addicted to worms but and they might even if they like it they might even get addicted to worms which would be disgusting i don't think it's good for you so and it's just disgusting. So I don't I think worms is a very different story to chocolate, but then sweets is the same story as chocolate and nice yummy food. Right, right. And you're reacting to the examples I gave, but if you could if you could decide what flavour the rain always is, what would you decide? I would decide, I'd say that maybe like carrot or broccoli. I think maybe broccoli because everyone hates broccoli and they might get used to it. Obviously, this might make them hate broccoli even more. But for some people, it might make them get used to broccoli, might make them actually like broccoli, which would make them really healthy. So I really like how you're looking after other people here. You're thinking about the societal benefit, the, the benefit to the population of having broccoli flavored rain for them to get used to broccoli and hopefully eat more broccoli, like real broccoli as a result. Um, so that's really interesting. How could you, 
how could you test if that was going to work or not? You know, before deciding that now forever rain will be broccoli flavored. How could you test or validate that your idea will work to get people into broccoli more? I guess you could, um, you could, I guess you could do it two ways. One way is where you can make, somehow make broccoli flavored water and then drink a lot of it and see if it makes you like it more and try out lots of different people before you start. Or the other way is you could just eat broccoli because if it's broccoli flavor, then, yeah, and then do the same thing of making lots of people um, do it and see what the results are before you make rain flavor. Yeah, brilliant. It's good to test ideas, isn't it, first before sort of making a sweeping decision. And I really like that idea of broccoli flavored water to test it. Um, maybe you could do a study if uh, people start eating more broccoli as a result of that. We should uh, we should take that to uh, to our doctors, right, as an idea for <laughs> getting people to eat a bit more healthy. Yeah. Um, well then, Annika, so that was a critical thinking question on would chocolate flavored rain be a good or a bad thing? And you came up with some really nice reasons why it might be good and why it might be bad. But a central theme seemed to be around uh, health benefits and exposing people to something of a certain flavor and it can be bad if it's chocolate because you could get addicted to chocolate, but Hey, it, maybe it's broccoli flavored and people would start eating more broccoli as a result. So you're clearly looking out for people in your, uh, in your answer. So well, well done. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.